0: We never really talked much or even looked at each other, but it didn't matter because we were looking at the same sky together, which is maybe even more intimate than eye contact anyways. Hey guys, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Skydive. I'm your host, Skylin Rashar staff, and today we're going to be talking about an amazing new book by John Green called Turtles All the Way Down. Uh, John Green is a very famous author. He's the author of the book A Fault in Our Stars, Looking for Alaska, Abundance of Catherine, and Paper Towns. Now, Paper Towns and The Fault in Our Stars both have movie adaptations. The Fault in Our Stars was very popular. It has Shailene Woodley and Ansel Elgort. And then Paper Towns has Cara Delevingne as well as Nat Wolf. But today we are just going to be talking about turtles all the way down. Now, on the cover of the book, it goes like this. Sixteen-year-old Aza never intended to pursue the mystery of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake, and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance in broad divides that separate them from the Russell Pickett son, Davis. Aza is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. So when I first grabbed this book from the airport bookstore, I was thinking, turtles all the way down. This is going to be interesting. I've never really read a book on turtles. But as I started reading it, I just kept thinking, so when is this phrase going to come up? So when are we going to learn about why it means, or why the title is Turtles All the Way Down? You never hear the phrase until the end of the book. But if you know the idea of the paradox, Turtles All the Way Down, it's kind of like an endless cycle of repetition. There's a lot of mixed reviews on this book as it deals with mental health and um, just a lot of different people feel differently about it. Kind of like the show 13 Reasons Why. Uh, From my perspective, as someone who's had issues with like anxiety and depression and trauma, I watched the show and I, you know, kept thinking to myself, I mean, that's not really what I would do. That's not how I would feel. That's not, you know... I'm sure a lot of us have felt that way while watching that show or reading books on people who have worked through their mental health issues and are making it more bearable for them to live through. But then it's tough to take into consideration that no one deals with mental health the same way. You know, coming from... An age group where we more forwardly speak about our depression and our anxiety. There's a lot of differences between how I deal with my depression and my anxiety. And one of my friends deals with their depression and their anxiety. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that not all of us deal with things in the same way. So in this book, the main character, Aza, she has... Um, anxiety and OCD and she's worried about germs she is deadly afraid of germs and being an outsider within her own body and I know a lot of us might hear that and think oh yeah germs no none of us like germs but Aza thought that by kissing someone she would die Uh, so her obsession with germs was so extreme that she was worried that things that people do, you know, daily could kill you. And throughout the book, she talks about visiting her therapist and how sometimes she feels like she can't even talk to her therapist about it because she thinks she's going crazy. And she thinks it's crazy that she feels that way. And I think the book's a really great, it's a really great perspective because as you know as a 23 year old growing up in the household that I grew up in my brothers my mom no one really told me about or talked to me about the fact that the way I'm feeling isn't wrong you know having feelings of anxiety and depression it's not wrong I mean it's not Happy, you know, no one's happy when they're feeling depressed or anxious, but it's not something to be reprimanded for. So it wasn't until you know I grew very close with my uh, now sister in law that I was finally able to like comprehend like depression and anxiety or everyday things that a lot of people deal with. Uh, for my psychology class, it's like 20% of the world has openly admitted to having clinical depression or clinical anxiety and it so you know when I was younger around the age that you know Asa was in in the book she's like a high school student when I was first starting into high school you know I thought that the feelings I was having the moods I was having were wrong and I wish that there had been more books or shows or information on it and this book offers you an insight into just how mental health can change your brain. Aza is this sweet girl. She lives with her mom and she has this issue that's so bad that she will purposely make herself bleed to make sure that, you know, her cut's not infected or, you know, doesn't have germs. It's Man, when you say it like that, the book doesn't sound good at all. It sounds very clinical and very depressing and like it's not going to be good at all. But I promise if you read the book, it's very good. There's a lot of light in it as well. Um, Aza's best friend is obsessed with Star Wars and she creates Star Wars fan fiction. We don't get to hear much about it, but we get to hear enough that it's, it's kind of funny. There's a love story in it. And the main theme of the book is of um, two best friends that hear that an old friend's dad goes missing, and there's like a $100,000 reward on whoever finds him, and while the two girls start investigating, you know, a love connection happens between the boy of the dad that's missing and Asa and you just get to, you know, kind of navigate daily experiences with Aza, and the book is very open about Aza talking about her mental health, because it's from her perspective, so she talks about, like, the spiral of her own thoughts, and how one innocent thought turns into, you know, a whirlwind of all these negative actions, like, well, if this happens, then this will happen, and this, this, then this, then this, then this, and it's, It's a very good book. I read it on my flight from Hong Kong to Beijing. It's really good. I read it in like three hours, which is, yeah, it's about the distance of my flight. I actually finished before my flight touched down. It's very good. It's not a very long read. I actually might be a faster reader than some people, so it might be a little bit longer than that, but it's like 230 something pages. I would check exactly, but I've already given the book away for someone else to read it because I thought that they would really like it. So I I think you should read it. I think you would really like this book. It's, it's a good book, and I've never read a book by John Green that wasn't good. So if you like John Green as an author, you would like it. All right, guys, so that's it for now. That's all from me on this week of Skydive. I will be back next week to talk about something new. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave me a voice note if you're using uh, the podcast app. If you're not using Anchor, you can go ahead and send me a message on any of my social media. You can ask me uh, where, where the book came from, where you can find the book, anything like that. Or if you have any ideas of what you would like me to talk about next or review next, I would love to hear about it. All right. Bye, guys.